five minutes early here today. We are ready to go into play-by-play. Rick Reschel on the mound for Chicago, and Wayne Garrett is the leadoff batter. And the first pitch is high and away, ball one. Now today, the skies are overcast, but no rain. However, the weatherman again has forecast showers during the afternoon. Now the pitch on the way, a ground ball hits the second base. And the second baseman, Paul Popovich, goes on to Panzone, one down. Well, we're finally playing baseball here at Wrigley Field. The veteran has been sitting idle for the last three days watching it rain. The magic number is two to eliminate Pittsburgh and St. Louis. The magic number is one to eliminate Chicago and Montreal. If the Mets can win two here today, it is all over. They can go home tonight as champions in the East. The temperature is about 59 degrees at game time. Now Felix Mian standing in against Rick Russell. And the breaking ball over calls strike one. Felix Mian hitting a 288. Batting out of a crotch, in comes the pitch by Russell, and a smack into right field, a base hit, just beyond the reach of Carmen Fanzone. So Mian has singled his 181st hit of the year. He needs one more base hit to tie the club record, set by Tommy Agee. Now Rusty Staff coming up. The cup pitcher in the first game today is right-hander Rick Russell. He has won 14 and lost 15. Lifetime against New York, Russell has won two and lost one. He has pitched very well against the New York Mets this season. So this is it. If the Mets can do it today, fine. If not, they'll have to play here at Wrigley Field tomorrow. They'll be watching the outcome of the Pirate-Montreal game and the Cardinal-Philly game. The Pirate game will get underway. 12.30 Chicago time, 1.30 New York time. And the Cardinal game at 1.15. Now Rusty Staub, the hitter against the right-hander, Rick Russell. Here's the pitch on the way. And a shot backhanded by Kessinger. Throws the second for one and a high throw first for one. And play on the side of Beautiful play by Kessinger. The Cubs short shot. By Rusty Saab. He turns it into a double play. Bad retired. No runs, one hit, no errors, none left. In the middle of the first inning at Wrigley Field. At 11 o'clock in the morning in Chicago time. The score the Mets nothing and the Cubs coming to bat. Ted Pepper has the best new car deal around. Ted Pepper Chrysler Plymouth has Pepperality. And Pepperality is for everyone. Come up to Ted Pepper's showroom and see his Pepperality lineup of new Plymouths and Chryslers. From economy cars to the ultimate in luxury, Ted Pepper has them all. Pepperality means there is a car for you. Priced for your budget, with your kind of style. And for the best deal around on all year-end clearance prices, come up to Ted Pepper Chrysler Plymouth, Route 9 in Latham. Remember, Pepperality means the best new car deal around. Attention skiers, how would you like to buy $215 skis for $49.88? Well, you can at the Ski Market's second annual million-dollar ski sale. $160, 1974 Nortani at Pro Boots, only $88.88. $60 Goose Down Parkers, priced to sell at $34.88. $50 Marker Bonding, priced the Ski Market way at $26.88. 
Too many bargains to mention. Shop the ski market during the million dollar sale. Located in Latham, where Route 7 crosses the North Lane. Shop Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., Saturday till 6 p.m. Use your Bank AmeriCard or Master Charge. And Captain Zero, the switch hitting shrug staff leading off for Chicago. For the New York Mets, John Milner at first, Felix Beyond at second, Buddy Hell from the shrug staff, Wayne Garrett is playing third. Leon Jones in left field, Dave Snack in center, Rusty Stad in right. Jerry Grody behind the plate and on the mound, John Matlack. The last time Matlack worked in this ballpark, he pitched a beautiful ball game, defeating Chicago 2-1. Matlack, 14-15 and 15 on the year, and the pitch to Kessinger. I had a way ball what? Now, Matlack's concern here today is the fact that he's had too much rest, and fears perhaps that his control will not be what he wants it to be. He has not worked in eight days. Had a breaking ball low, two balls and no strikes. Matlack's last starting assignment was a week ago yesterday. Matlack has been pitching very well. He has won seven of his last eight. The tall left-hander's fastball is over a call strike two and one. Pete are coaching third and Ernie Banks coaching first. Overcast skies, a possibility of rain showers. The temperature at game time, 60 degrees. And a high foul pop going out of play. Milner running over toward the railing, but he will not have a play. The senior umpire is Augie Donatelli. Harry Wendelstead is umpiring the plate. Nick Colosi at first. Augie Donatelli at second. And Ed Sudol is the umpire at third. The Mets were idled Thursday by the schedule. Rained out Friday and Saturday. Now Matlack winding the 2-2 pitch. And a high pop. This will be playable. In foul ground is Milder. He's under it waiting. And he has it. Kessinger retired. And center fielder Rick Mundy coming up, batting at 267. Mundy, the center fielder, is the Cub leader in home runs with 25. And he has 54 runs batted in. The Chicago Cubs must win all four to have a chance. It's amazing, but true. But on this, the final day of the regular season, all five teams in the Eastern Division race are still alive. The Mets need to win two to nail it down. They can do it with one, providing St. Louis and Pittsburgh lose. Their magic number is two. The pitch to Monday, the center fielder, has taken a high ball one. If the Mets wrap it up today, they'll return to New York tonight. The championship series gets underway next Saturday afternoon in Cincinnati. The 1-0 delivery, swing and a miss, one ball and one strike. On the year, the Cubs have defeated the Mets nine games to five. Billy Williams waiting on deck and then Ron Santo. The Cubs are not an easy team for a left-hand pitcher. And he tries to bunt and misses. Good fastball by Matlack, one ball and two strikes. Against left-handers this year, the Cubs have won 30 and lost 24. Six games over 500. Against right-handers, they are under by eight. They've won 46, lost 58. Matt Lack getting his sign now from Jerry Grody. The 1-2 delivery. Swing and a miss. He struck him out with a curveball. Two 
two outs. Nobody on. Billy Williams coming up. So that's the hottest team in the Eastern Division. The month of September driving down the stretch. Yogi Berra's crew has won 18, lost only seven. Sano moving into the on-deck circle. Billy Williams hitting 289, 20 homers, 85 runs batted in. Had a swing, had a curve, and a missed strike one. Weather has really been something in Chicago the last three days. Raining, not cold, but certainly cool. And the pitch on the way, low outside, one ball and one strike. The umpires waited two and a half hours yesterday. It was still pouring down. They had to give up on it. Wrigley Field does not have lights. That's why they started at 11 in the morning in Chicago today. And a well-hit drive to right center field. It'll be in for a base hit. Davies back up to the ball. Williams will be held in a single. Single to right center for Billy Williams. With two men away, cleanup batter Ron Santo will be the hitter. at 270, 20 home runs, 75 runs batted in. Well, the Mets are hoping that things can wind down right here today in Chicago. Now Matlack up in pitching position checks the runner. And the pitch to Ron Santo. And a fly ball at the center field. Dave Speck will be under it. He's waiting next to catch. Side retired. Dave had perfect defensive position, playing Sato shaded over in the alley. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one left. At the end of one, New York nothing, Chicago nothing. Hello, I am just about 30 seconds to show you or your company just one way to make your savings work as hard as you do. It's a savings plan at Central Savings. At CS&L, our 5.25% passbook accounts earn an effective rate of 5.47%. Commercial banks pay less, so your money doesn't work as hard with them or grow as fast. Savings plans from Central Savings. The more you know about money, the better for us. Member FSLIC. Ted Pepper Chrysler Plymouth is now Ted Pepper Chrysler Plymouth Nomad Travel Trailers. Ted Pepper now sells Nomad Travel Trailers with the same pepperality as he sells Chrysler's and Plymouth's. If you enjoy camping with the conveniences of home, try a luxurious new Nomad Travel Trailer. Comfort and convenience have been designed into every Nomad for your camping enjoyment. Remember, now is a good time to be thinking about your winter vacation. Think Ted Pepper Chrysler Plymouth, Nomad Travel Trailers, for your winter vacation pleasure. 14 Now the second inning at Wrigley Field, John Milner will lead off for New York. Milner has been trying to fight free from a batting slump. Hitless in his last 17 times at bat. Only two hits in his last 34 trips. Thursday was an off day in New York. Milner went to Shea Stadium and had a long session in the batting cage trying to detect what he was doing wrong. And the pitch by Rick Russell. And a fly ball foul down the left field line. It'll go out of play. Milner has hit very well in this ballpark. And particularly well against Rick Russell. On the year against Russell, Milner has six hits and 11 times at bat. He also has hit well against Ferguson Jenkins, 
Jenkins will pitch the second game today for Chicago. In comes the pitch. At a half-swing bouncer foul, he did not mean to hit that. Nobody on, nobody out. Second inning, no score. Wrigley Field. First game of a doubleheader. It could all be over by this evening. The magic number is two to eliminate the Pirates and the Cardinals. Outside and low to the hammer, one ball and two strikes. And speaking of the hammer, the big hammer, Henry Aaron. Hit a home run last night. He has 713. He'll face Dave Roberts of Houston this afternoon. And the pitch on the way, a ground ball hit down to first. Easy play for Carmen Fanzone. He goes to the bag, one down. So there will be a lot of attention on Atlanta, Georgia this afternoon, where if Henry Aaron can homer his 41st of the year, he will have tied the most distinguished record in baseball, the 714 home runs hit by Babe Ruth. Remarkable thing that Henry Aaron, at the age of 39, has hit 40 home runs. Leon Jones hitting against Rick Russell. Fastball, call, strike one. And both pitchers are off to a good start. Russell has been pitching well. Relies on sinkers and sliders, keeps the ball down. Fastball out of the strike zone. One ball and one strike. If Matlack can win this ball game, he will climax a very big uphill climb. One time this year in early August, August 3rd, Matlack's record was 9 and 15. Now, if he can win in this ball game, he'll have a 500 record. On August the 30th, the New York Mets were in last place in the Eastern Division. Pitching one and two. Ground ball hammered to the hole at short. Kessinger up with it. And the long throw to Fanzone. Jones is out. Two down. Two outs and nobody on. It brings up center fielder Dave Snack. General manager Bob Sheffing sitting right behind the plate watching the game. Along with Mrs. Sheffing. Team physician Dr. Peter Lamott and his wife Beryl. That's official family all coming in for the big doubleheader today. Now Russell, that semi no wind-up delivery. Outside and low to Dave Snack. One ball and no strikes. Yogi has platooned Snack and Han during the stretch drive in the center field. Now the pitch on the way to Dave. Inside and low, ball two. The ball player is terribly anxious to get back on the field. You get mighty edgy sitting around waiting to play a very big ball game. It also feels kind of funny to get back on the field after an absence of three days. The 2-0 delivery, inside and low, ball three. Yogi has been very concerned. You never want a day off when things are going good. The Mets have had the momentum. The last thing they wanted to do was sit around and have a chance to lose that momentum. 3-0 delivery by Russell. A call strike on the outside corner, three and one. Jerry Grody is the on-deck batter, and then Bud Harrelson. Pitching three and one. And a base hit through the hole into right field for Dave Snick. He pulled the breaking ball, timed his swing just right. Second hit for New York. Let's hit the ball hard in the first inning. Kessinger made a nifty backhand pickup on a hard smash hit by Rusty Staub, and he turned it into a double play. Now Jerry Grody hitting 256. 
Mets conceivably can nail down the crown today by winning only one ball game. For that to happen, the Pirates would have to lose and the Cardinals would have to lose. If the Mets can win two, it's all over regardless of what else happens. And Grody takes the breaking ball, strike one call. We're going to have a good crowd before the day is over at Wrigley Field despite the bad weather. Now Russell, as he signed from Rudolph, here's the pitch on the way, a swing and a miss. He's throwing hard. And the count strike two. In the second game, Jerry Kuzman will pitch against Ferguson Jenkins. And if we have baseball here at Wrigley Field tomorrow, Yogi Berra has Tom Seaver and George Stone. Low outside to Jerry Grody, one ball and two strikes. It will be a while before the other key games are underway. The games at Pittsburgh and at St. Louis. Now Russell from the stretch delivers to Grody. A little bit low on a breaking ball. And the count is even at two balls and two strikes. The amazing Mike Marshall saved the game for Montreal last night. Actually, it was last night, although it started as a day game. His 91st relief appearance, his 31st save. The 2-2 pitch. And a foul ball, no play. Against the shin guard of Ken Rudolph, the Cub catcher. Night day before yesterday, Marshall went four and a third scoreless relief. Last night, three and a third. The Mets bullpen, obviously very well rested now. They've had no work to do for the last three days. The 2-2 pitch. Hit late and foul over toward the visiting dugout. No play and the count two and two. Two outs and one on top of the second inning. Russell's pitch on the way. A little bit wide. And the count goes full now on Jerry Grody. Three and two. Dave Stack, the runner on first, will be moving on the 3-2 delivery by Rick Russell. Breeze freshening up a little bit. Blowing in. The runner goes. Ground ball. Hit toward the hole. Base hit to left field. Stack around. Second is going on to third base. And the Mets have runners at first and third. As Grody hammers a single to the left of Sano at end the left field. Bud Harrelson will be the hitter. Buddy hitting at 262. The Mets were mired in last place in the Eastern Division while Buddy Harrelson and Jerry Grody were out. Since their return to the lineup, they have made a huge comeback. Now with runners at first and third, two down, Harrelson waits. And a high fly hit the left field. Billy Williams moving over toward the line is under it. Andy Hustle, side retired. No runs, two hits, no errors, two left on. In the middle of the second, the Mets nothing, the Cubs nothing. Although 
though some people would say thrift is its own reward, we think a little differently. We're Troy Savings. Here you earn the top rate on all accounts. And the reward is the way your money grows. Whether you're just starting out or you're well on your way, now is a good time to begin saving. for you than offer savings plans, though, with our convenient hours and Saturday banking and our list of services ranging from property improvement loans to financial counseling. See us. You've got a long way to go. We'd like to help you get there. Troy Savings Bank, member Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. 14 Cardinal. The Cub leadoff batter against John Madlack. Last half of the second. Cardinal. The Cubs leading hitter batting at 305 with 11 home runs and 68 runs batted in. The Mets were at Wrigley Field. They played a four-game series. One, two, and lost two. A series they almost swept. The two games they lost, they had won until the last half of the ninth inning. Cardinal standing in against Madlock. And the wind-up by the left-hander. The pitch, fly ball, hit down the right field line. A scoring foul. And it is going to be possibly playable, and Milner makes the catch. Oh, what a play by John Milner. He ran into the bullpen area of the New York Mets, almost up against that brick sidewall, and as the ball came down over his shoulder, he grabbed it. One mat away, common fan zone. The first baseman is hitting a 2-8, right-hand batter. Lockman with his right-handed hitting lineup in against left-hander John Matlock. In comes the pitch to fans on line to the air to right field, stop in front of it, waiting, and he has it. Two down. That ball hit hard. Two outs, nobody on. Switch hitter Paul Popovich. Popovich, the second baseman, batting at 236 on the year. And he'll hit right-handed against John Matlock. number for both Chicago and Montreal is one. If they lose one game, they're out of it. But it's remarkable, five teams have a chance on this, the last day of the last day of the regular season. Whether or not the Pirates play a makeup game tomorrow with San Diego depends on what happens here today. Line drive into left center, a base hit for Popovich. Ball picked up by Cleon Jones, and Popovich is on with a two-out single. Each team with two hits. Billy Williams had a two-out single in the first. Now Popovich, a two-out single in the second. And the batter coming up is the catcher, Ken Rudolph. Rudolph on the year, batting at 199. 
Hornets have had three, and the Cubs have had two. In comes the pitch by Matlack. Curveball, a strike call. Matlack, lifetime against Chicago, has won two and lost four. He's lost two very hard games to the Cubs this year. Slow ground ball, foul down the third baseline, no play. Matlack with a two-strike count on the right-hand hitter, Ken Rudolph. Around comes the arm curve, foul, back up on the screen, no play. Against Chicago this year, Matlack lost a game early in the season, one to nothing. Then on June 25th, he lost a game to Rick Russell, three to two. On June 30th, right here at Wrigley Field, he beat Bird Hooten by a score of two to one. So his three games against the Cubs this year have been one to nothing, three to two, and two to one. Now the pitcher on the way. Strike three called, a fastball on the inside corner. Second strikeout for Matlock, side retire. No runs, one hit, no errors, one left. At the end of two at Wrigley Field, the Mets nothing, the Cubs nothing. Introducing Boston Spa National Bank's free personal checking account service. Write as many checks as you want without a service charge by maintaining an average monthly balance of $400 or more. And if you prefer to maintain a lower monthly average balance, Boston Spa National's new personal checking account plan permits you to write as many checks as you want for a fixed monthly charge based on your average balance. No minimum balance required, no charge for deposits, no charge if the account is not used. You get an initial supply of personalized checks free. You'll get a statement every month. And you can enjoy unlimited use of your account at no charge just by keeping an average balance of $400 or more in your account. And you may want to take advantage of Boston Spa National's computerized automatic payment service to build your savings account or make your mortgage payments or any installment loan payment. Even your Christmas club payments can be automatic. Pick up a folder at your nearest office of Boston Spa National Bank for full details. Number FDIC and an equal housing lender. To put go in your winter driving, go first to Sears. Sears Tire and Auto Center is featuring big, big savings on snow tires and batteries. Like Sears Rugged Snow Crusader Tires with four tough plies and a deep biting tread for sure-footed traction and mud or snow. Snow Crusader Tires priced as low as $11 plus FET for the 650 by 13 size with no trade-in required. Other sizes similarly low price. Sears Superwide Dynaglass Snow Guard Tires are on sale too. Save 35% on these tough, wide stance tires with twin Dynaglass belts to keep the tread flat on the road for better traction. Sears Super Wide Dynaglass Snow Guard tires with deep biting cleats are now at 35% off. Savings of $27 to $36 on a pair. Save over $8 on Sears Tough 48 month battery in sizes to fit most American cars. It's Sears' most popular replacement battery for cars with all those accessories that really need extra power. Sears 48 month battery now just $22.88 with exchange, a big $8 saving. Before before you head into winter, head into your nearby Sears Tire and Auto Center. 14 W-A-B-Y. Wind is blowing in from right field off of Lake Michigan. Next pitch, a call strike, and it's one and one. Fastball back by Russell. 
prevailing wind is off Lake Michigan in the early part of the season, also the late part. The summertime, it blows from the south and blows out toward center field. Here's a fastball. It's swung on a miss. It's one and two. In the month of September, the Mets have won 18 and lost seven. Now getting underway against the Cubs in a rain-delayed series. Infield is still fairly heavy. The outfield, of course, is heavy. It was not covered at all. Pitch back to Matlack. He takes it at the knees. He calls strike three. So Russell gets his first strikeout. One away. The batter coming up is Wayne Garrett. Russell has struck out 168 batters in this season. Grounded out to second base his first time up, batting 252 for the year with 16 home runs, 58 runs batted in. And the first pitch to the left hand batter is looped out over second base and it's into center field for a base hit. Garrett making the turn at first base and holding there. The Mets have their fourth hit in the ballgame. A runner at first base with one out in the top of the third, and Felix Meon coming up, he had the first base hit. Single to right field in the first. Felix now a base it away from tying the club record for hits in the season at 182, held by Tommy Aitchie. Overall average for the year at 289. Neon, a right-hand batter. It is a cold dark day here in Chicago. The runner going. The hit and run is on. The ball is grounded out toward third. Sandel makes a fine play as he stops the ball. Fighting to his knees to make the play and then he gets up and throws the first base to get me on and on the play Garrett goes to second base. Well, the Mets have a runner in scoring position with two men out and the batter coming up is Rusty Staub. Good play in the ball by Ron Sandel as he rings to his left. Rusty batting for the second time. He was robbed of a base hit. His first time up by the shortstop, Don Kessinger. Kessinger took his hard smash and turned it into a double play. Cubs now have 150 double plays for the year, and there's a half swing for a called strike. Actually, it's called a half swing for a strike, and it's strike one. Stop hitting 271. with his next pitch is lined into the stands of the left field side. Strike two. Dobb leads the club and runs about at him with 72. He has 15 home runs and 155 base hits. 35 doubles. Willie Stargell leads the National League in doubles. Two strikeouts. Russell reading the signs from his catcher. Russell has a lifetime record of 24 wins and 23 losses. Lifetime against the Mets, he's 2-1. Now he takes too much time and stop asks for timeout and gets it. Rusty stepping out of the batter's box, readjusting, getting back in. Here's the pitch. Stop takes the fastball on outside, 1-2.
One ball, two strikes. Russell again sets. Here's the pitch to Staub. He hits it on the ground to the second baseman, Paul Popovich. He fields the ball, throws the first, and Staub is out. No runs, one hit. No errors, a man left at second in the score. At the end of two and a half innings, the Mets nothing, the Cubs nothing. It's a known fact that extreme temperatures, heat, or freezing cold is murder on your car's transmission. Most breakdowns occur at this time. For a free road test and 19-point multi-transmission check, see Ray or Jeff at Amco Transmissions, 1025 Central Avenue at Albany. Transmission fluid should be changed at regular intervals. Transmission troubles? Call Amco, the world's largest transmission chain. Over 500 shops coast to coast. Amco, 1025 Central Avenue, Albany. For free towing, call 459-5505. Everyone knows the new 74s are out. And at Knowles Pontiac, they are on display and ready to be delivered. But what you don't know is how many new 73s we want to deliver by the end of the month. And you don't know what we at Knowles will do to satisfy you on our 73 Le Mans Sport. Luxury Le Mans, Grand Prix, Catalina, and Bonneville. You can save up to $1,200. Get to know us today at Lowe's Pontiac. It will be well worth the drive to 6th Avenue in North Troy, Lowe's Pontiac. 14 And for the Cubs, the leadoff batter will be the pitcher, Rick Russell. Russell's been up 71 times. He's had nine base hits, batting 127, a right-hand batter. John Madlack working for the Mets. John has been reached for two singles, both coming with two men out. The first pitch is hit hard down to Garrett, a one-hopper, as Wayne moves to his left side to glove it. Throw the first base for the out. Madlock got two outs quickly in the second on two pitches. Now gets an out here in the third on one pitch, and the batter coming up is Don Kessinger. Kessinger fouled out his first time up, batting 261 for the year. overcast day in Chicago. Prediction of rain showers throughout the afternoon. Kessler has no home runs. He's had 42 runs better in. He lines the first pitch and it's in the left field for a base hit. So the Cubs jumping on the first pitch by Matlock in this ball game, and Kessinger has the third base hit. A runner at first for the Cubs with one away, and the batter coming up is Rick Mundy. Mundy was struck out his first time up. Matlack got him on a curveball, got him swinging. He's batting 267 for the season. Left-hand batter with 25 home runs and 54 runs batted in. working from the set position. First pitch to Monday. Fastball, it's inside a ball. Kessinger leading off at first base. And Matlack chases him back as he throws over to first. 
dog in that back setup. Kessinger with a short lead. Here's the pitch. It is swung on and fouled in the stands at strike one. One ball and one strike. Down below, general manager Bob Sheppard. Also here, Herbie Walker. One of the owners and on the board of directors. Scheduled to come in and maybe in the ballpark as M. Donald Grant. One ball, one strike. And again, Matt Lack. Throwing to first base, chasing Kessinger back. The Cubs have had 63 stolen bases for the year. And they have attempted 126. Now again, it's Medlack from the set position, and again he goes to first base, and Kessinger back. That was a calling card throw. Little lob toss to first. No score. One man out, bottom of the third. Again, Matlack to the set position. Kessinger with a big lead. Here's the pitch. It is swung on and fouled straight back. Fastball fouled off. It's one and two. with a record of 14 and 15. Last year he won 15 and lost 10. Was the rookie of the year. Lifetime against the Cubs, he's won two and lost four. Now the one-two pitch. Fastball swung on him and Madlack really had something on that pitch. His third strikeout. Now with two minutes, the batter coming up will be Billy Williams. with 199 strikeouts for the season. He has never struck out 200 in any single year. Seaver leads the National League in strikeouts with 249. Nolan Ryan leads the Major League in strikeouts with 383. That is a new all-time record for strikeouts in a single season. Breaking the record held by Sandy Koufax at 382. Now the pitch to Billy Williams does not come off. I throw to first base and Kessinger chase back. Williams batting 290. Last year he led the National League in hitting, hitting 333. Madlack setting up and now stepping off the pitching rubber, breaking up the action. Asks for a new role of signs as he looks into Jerry Grody, the med catcher. There's a fastball hit to right center field. Coming over is Dave Schneck. He is under the ball, and he makes the catch, and inside is retired. No runs, a base hit. No errors, a man left at first, and the score. At the end of three, the Mets nothing, the Cubs nothing. You know, now, during the summer, we all have a tendency to watch what we eat a little more than usual. And most of us watch our weight a little closer, too. A good reason, it seems to me, to look for and eat a nutritious, slimline-type food. My favorite choice is Dairy Lee Cottage Cheese. It's a great product, full of energy-building proteins, but with a light touch in the calorie department. In fact, I think Dairy Lee Cottage Cheese tastes so good, I eat it all the time. All sorts of different ways, too. For instance, I like Dairy Lee Cottage Cheese with fresh fruits. And I also like it with fresh vegetables because, you see, Dairy Lee Cottage Cheese is really a great mixer. I might add that it's mighty good just all by itself, too. So make sure you have some at your house, won't you? 
It's in your grocer's dairy case. And it's from the good folks at Dairy Lee. We're going to the top of the fourth inning. No score in the ball game. The Mets coming up, and the first batter will be the first baseman, John Milner. John grounded out his first time up. The Mets have had four base hits in the ball game. The Cubs have had three. Rick Russell pitching for Chicago, and the right-hander into the rocking motion. The first pitch to Milner is a breaking ball low. It's ball one. John has been in the throes of a horrendous batting slump. He is 0 for 18 and 2 for 35. Batting 240 for the year. He leads the club in home runs with 23. He has 70 runs batted in. And the 1-0 pitch. And it's low, ball two. Miller, the leading batter against the Cubs this year and also the leading hitter against Rick Russell. John is batting 500 against the Cubs this season. He has six hits and 12 times up. Next pitch is topped out to the mound. One hopper. Milner is thrown out by Russell and one away. That will bring up Cleon Jones. Cleon was out his first time up on a hard ground ball to short. Jones hitting 258. He has nine home runs, 45 runs better than is called as a bat is left out in the uh, foul area right near home plate so the bat boy has to go out and pick it up. Now the pitch and the first pitch to Jones is inside a ball. Pitch back a called strike it's one and one. And Russell into the rocking motion. The pitch back to the plate is lined. The left field, a hard base hit by Cleon Jones. Cleon makes the turn and holds there as Billy Williams gets the ball back into the infield. The Mets with their fifth base hit. But still a scoreless ball game. And coming up now is Dave Schneck, who had a base hit to right field his first time up. Schneck has had seven hits and 33 times up. He's batting 212 for the year, a left-hand batter. Now Russell from the set position to throw to first base, Jones back. Russell again sets up, and again he throws to first base. The Mets are not a running ball club. They've had only 26 stolen bases. 44 attempts. Again, Jones with a fairly good-sized lead, and here's the pitch. Snack swings and misses. Strike one. The only action going in the major leagues right here in Chicago. 
in the top of the fourth inning, one man out. No score in the game. First of two. Now Russell back, and the pitch is a pitch out, but nothing on. It's one ball and one strike. Second ball game, Jerry Kuzman is scheduled to pitch against Ferguson Jenkins. One ball, one strike. And the next pitch to Snick outside. It's two and one. Russell has had seven complete games this year out of 36 starts. He fits three shutouts. Has a record of 14 and 15. Again, he throws the first base and throws the ball away. Jones on down to second base and holding there as the second baseman Paul Popovich comes up with the ball out in fair territory by the foul line. So an error charge to the pitcher, Rick Russell. The Mets have a runner in scoring position with one man out. First error of the ball game. Mets now have their third runner in scoring position. One man out. They're batting in the top of the fourth inning. You sometimes wonder about situations where a pitcher will worry about a runner at first base, which gets him into deep trouble. Now the pitch to the plate is fouled off. It's two balls and two strikes. Pitch is popped up in the shallow center field. Going back is Don Kessinger. He is under the ball and he makes the catch. Two men out. It brings up Jerry Grody, who singled his first time up. Ray Burris is throwing in the bullpen for the Cubs. Grody on a 3-2 pitch, single to left field in the second inning. Grody hitting 2.59 for the year. The first pitch has popped up into foul territory. The ball on the third base side into the stands and strike one. his last eight times up has had four base hits. Batted over 300 in his last six or seven weeks. One strike out. Russell working on the mound for the Cubs. Now backs off as time is called. Brody stepping out of the batter, batter's box is now back in. Russell sets up, checks at second base. Jones is there. And the pitch. Grounded out toward third. Fielded by Sano. And he throws over to first base for the out to retire to side. No runs, one hit. One error, a man left in second in the score. At the end of three and a half innings, the Mets nothing, the Cubs nothing. Here's great news from the friendly people at Protective Loan Corporation. 
Protective can now lend you up to $2,500 for any good reason, whether it be a summer vacation, home improvement, or bill consolidation. Let Protective Loan help make financial problems disappear. Up to $2,500 can be yours now from Protective Loan. Protective gives one-day service, and there's always an office nearby. In North Troy at 603 2nd Avenue, 620 Columbia Turnpike, East Greenbush, and in Manans at 291 Broadway. When you at home, uh, you expect cleanliness, and I think that uh, you should get the same thing every now. Al Sten, a McDonald's Field consultant. With our checklist galore that we use in order to make sure that the store maintains cleanliness at all periods of time. You and your family deserve a break at McDonald's, and things like cleanliness are what that break is all about. It's got to be just immaculate, even if it means washing it ten times. We're going now to the bottom of the fourth inning. No score in the ballgame. The Cubs coming up. John Matlack hooked up with Rick Russell in the pitching performance here at Wrigley Field, the first game of a scheduled doubleheader. First batter for the Cubs will be Ron Tenno. He'll be followed by Jose Cardinal and Carmen Panzone. Tenno saw one pitch his first time up and flat out to center field. Tenno hitting 269 for the year. 20 home runs, 75 runs batted in. And the first pitch by Matlack, a curveball that's low and inside off the glove of Jerry Grody. It's ball one. Cubs have drawn a million three hundred eighty-two thousand three hundred sixty here at Wrigley Field this year, not counting the crowd here today. In the first week of July, they had a record of forty-nine wins and thirty-five losses. Since then, they have won twenty-seven, lost forty-seven. Twenty games under five hundred. Here's a fastball swung on a miss. It's one and one. veteran third baseman for the Cubs. 1-1 pitch. Breaking ball. It's inside. And it's two balls and one strike. And a 2-1. Matlack's next pitch is a fastball high and outside. Three balls and one strike. Medlock working for the Mets. A 3-1 delivery. It is low and Santa walks. The first walk given up by Madlock and the Cubs have a runner at first base with no one out. And the batter coming up is Jose Gardnell. It fouled out his first time up. Gardnell hitting 3-0-5 for the season. 11 home runs. 68 runs batted in. Now Cardinal asking for time. He wants to talk with Pete Breezer, the third base coach. Getting the sign straight verbally. The Cubs have to win this ball game to stay alive. It'll be interesting to see how they play. Will they sacrifice in this ballpark? It is a hitter's ballpark, although it's a very bleak day with the wind blowing in. Wayne Garrett, the third baseman for the Mets, is expecting a sacrifice. Now, Cardinal squares around and takes the pitch outside the ball. 
He also was in bunting position, but as the pitch was delivered, he took the bat back into hitting position as though he might be hitting. Made an early square round and then moved back into hitting position. Again, Matlack sets up. Here's the pitch, and Cardinal is not in bunting position. He takes outside. It's ball two. 2-0, and, oh, and Brody calls for time. He wants to talk with his pitcher. Again, Pete Reeser coming up the line to talk with Jose Cardinal. Two balls, no strike. Cardinal is a notorious fastball hitter. Now he squares in the bunny position. And bunts the ball out towards first base. Milner fields the ball. Has no play at second. Throws over to me. I'm covering at first base. And on the sacrifice, Sano moves down to second base in scoring position. So on the 2-0 pitch, a sacrifice. So you'd have to assume on the one ball, low strike pitch, when Sano was in hitting position, he missed the sign. The batter coming up is Carmen Fanzone. He lined the right field his first time up on one pitch. Fanzone hitting 278. He has six home runs and 22 runs batted in in 62 ballgames. Right hand batter. And Matlock with his first pitch. Breaking ball that's low and inside a ball. Cups for the first time with a runner in scoring position. The Mets have had three. One ball, no strikes. Matlock again back to the plate. Again a curve ball, it's fouled. Bouncing the ball into the Cup dugout on the third base side. game of a scheduled two. Pittsburgh with a single game at Free River Stadium against Montreal. Curve ball again hit foul on the third base side and again into the Cub dugout. It's one ball and two strikes. Cardinals now in second place play at home against Philadelphia. two strikes. And Matlack's next pitch. Fastball is just inside. Off the inside part of the plate. Two balls and two strikes. Cardinals have won 80 ball games. They have lost 81. And the next pitch, a fastball pops up in foul territory. Gordy with a play. And Gary under the ball, having some trouble, now moving over and making the catch about a step away from the front of the box seat section, and it's two men away. Wrigley Field is, as you would suspect, a very difficult ballpark as far as the wind is concerned. Chicago, the windy city, and the ballpark is located about five blocks away from Lake Michigan, so you have constant wind variation here in Wrigley Field. Now the batter coming up is Paul Popovich. He's singled the left field and one pitch his first time up. 
Pavlovich, a switch hitter, batting right-handed against Matlack, hitting 239. First pitch, a curveball. It's high, it's ball one. Pavlovich got a base hit after the first two men ahead of him made out on one pitch. According to Brooke, he takes the pitch, and Popovich hit the first pitch as he jumps on a fastball. Single to left field. Matlack's curveball is swung on and grounded foul. It's one ball and one strike. Don Kessinger said that Popovich has the best hands of any player on the Chicago Cubs, meaning he is the best fielder. This is quite a trivia because Kessinger is an outstanding shortstop. One ball, one strike. And Matlack back, and a curveball is hit foul back into the stands. The count, one ball and two strikes. We pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. In the Capital District, this is the home of the New York Mets. W-A-B-Y, Albany. Ralph Kiner, along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson from Wrigley Field. No score in the game. Two men out. The Cubs have a runner at second. And the one-two pitch to Popovich. A breaking ball. A tie. It's two and two. Madlock has not worked since last Saturday. the left-hander sets up and his 2-2 delivery breaking ball hit in the air to right field Cobb is there makes the sign that he's got it makes the catch in the side retired and the runner left at second no runs and no hits and the score at the end of four it's the Mets nothing the Cubs nothing this is Rip Van Winkle you know I used to be a very restless sleeper then I got a fresh air mattress made of latex foam. It has thousands of vents that breathe in fresh air with every move. So instead of feeling hot and tossing and turning, I slept cool, comfortable, and relaxed. Long, too. Listen to Rip. Get a fresh air mattress. Yes, the fresh air mattress made by Troy Mattress Company is designed to give you a good night's sleep and sold factory direct to give you a good buy on your new bed. Genuine BF Goodrich real latex foam rubber luxuriously quilted in a beautiful cover fabric. Matching box spring designed especially as the companion foundation. Twin size set only $170. $10 more for the full size two-piece set. Comparable savings on super sizes. Available at all four Troy Mattress Company sleep shops in the Capital District. 14 W-A-B-Y. Now the fifth inning at Wrigley Field. Bud Harrelson leading off against Rick Russell. New York no runs on five hits. Chicago no runs on three hits. And Buddy takes high outside, ball one. The Mets have had four left on base. The Cubs have had four left on. Rick Russell and John Matlock settling into a mound duel. Now the pitch to Buddy. Foul ball. It came up, struck him on the leg. One ball and one strike. Rick Wise will probably be the Cardinal pitcher. Cardinal pitching staff has allowed only one run over the last four ballgames. 
Bob Gibson made a remarkable comeback yesterday. He underwent surgery just eight weeks ago. In comes the 1-1 delivery to Buddy Harrelson at its high. Two balls and a strike. Gibson beat Carlton yesterday and gave Carlton his 20th loss of the season. Nobody on, nobody out. Top of the fifth inning, the 2-1 pitch. And a ground ball toward the hole. Base hit going into right field. And Buddy Harrelson opens the fifth inning with a single. Now Matlack will be coming up, and the Cubs will set up to play for the sacrifice. John was struck out his first time at bat. While the Cardinals host the Phillies, the Pittsburgh Pirates host Montreal. We're going to get some stirring around now in the Chicago Cup bullpen. Earlier, they warmed up a right-hander, Ray Burris. Now it'll be a left-hander, possibly Larry Gura. Now Matlack around the bound, and he takes ball one. In close at third is Sano looking for the bunt. Here's the pitch on the way. Bunted, and it's a foul ball. The count evens at one ball and a strike. It's going to be Mike Paul, a left-hander, warming up in the Chicago bullpen. Wayne Garrett on deck, and then Felix Mead. No score, top of the fifth inning. Sano in very close at third. Van Zone holding against Bud Harrelson. And the pitch by Russell. Bunted, and it's a fair ball, good bunt out in front of the plate. Sano up with it, plays to first in time for the out. So Matlack does the job trying to build a run. He bunts Buddy Harrelson to second base. batter Wayne Garrett one for two Wayne single to center in the third inning the Mets have had a runner in scoring position at each of the last four innings Dave Speck was as far as third in the second inning Wayne Garrett got to second in the third and Cleon Jones to second in the fourth and a foul high into the air off to the right Fan zone going over, but he'll have no play. It is in the crowd. The skies are overcast. The weatherman says it could rain again this afternoon. Rick Russell with a one-strike count on Wayne Garrett. Now the big right-hander checks the runner, delivers. Breaking ball low. One ball, one strike to Garrett. Wayne has had a torrid bat coming down the stretch. He has knocked 17 runs home in the month of September. On the year, Wayne has 16 homers and 58 runs batted in. The 1-1 pitch. Inside and low, handled by Ken Rudolph. It's two balls and a strike. Managers will move quickly in today's ballgame. The 2 1 pitch, low outside, ball three, three and one on Wayne Garrett. Mian, who already has picked up a hit in the ballgame, waiting on deck. Felix needs one more to tie the club record. 
Now Russell from the stretch position delivers three and one. Swing at a miss. It's three and two. Sinking fastball by Russell. And a full count to Wayne Garrett. Crowd still coming in here at Wrigley Field. We're going to have a pretty good turnout before the day is over. Eddie Yost coaching at third. Roy McMillan at first. Here's the pitch. In the dirt, ball four. Garrett draws a walk. Now Mian comes up with two men on and one out. The first walk by Rick Russell. He threw a breaking ball on three and two, and the curve was in the dirt. Felix Mian singled to right in the first inning and bounced to third on a hit-and-run play in the third inning. Rusty Staub comes out on deck. Rusty is 0 for 2, but he had a hit taken away from him on a super fielding play by Don Kessinger in the first inning. The game is scoreless as Mian stands in. Now Russell steps off. Bud Harrelson on second, Wayne Garrett on first, one man away, top of the fifth inning. And the pitch on the way, ground ball hit foul down the third baseline, no play. Game time temperature was about 60 degrees. We understand it is a beautiful day in New York. Beyond cocks the bat and the pitch to him, a foul ball against his right leg. And Russell works with a two-strike advantage to Felix Beyond. Felix has fanned only 22 times all season long. In the Cub bullpen, the left-hander Mike Paul continues to work. The Mets have had a base runner at each inning of the game, at least one. The infield is straight away looking for a chance to turn the double play. The outfield is stride to left. And the pitch on the way. Ground ball at the second. Might be a double play. Popovich to Kessinger. And on to first, double play. 4-6-3. Cubs turn their second double play of the game. No runs, one hit, no errors, one left on. In the middle of the fifth inning, the best nothing and the Cubs nothing. Here's great news from the friendly people at Protective Loan Corporation. Protective can now lend you up to $2,500 for any good reason, whether it be a summer vacation, home improvement, or bill consolidation. Let Protective Loan help make financial problems disappear. Up to $2,500 can be yours now from Protective Loan. Protective gives one-day service, and there's always an office nearby. In Albany at 215 Central Avenue and 11 North Pearl Street, and in Schenectady at 1884 State Street. Now, at Ted Pepper Latham Nomad Travel Trailers, built by the world's largest builder of shelter for living and recreation. Choose a nomad at the home of Pepperality, and you're choosing the finest. Pressurized hot and cold water, complete bathrooms, including shower and tub as options, three-way refrigeration, and three burner range with oven. Comfortable sleeping for six, two, and a Nomad Travel Trailer. You'll see what you like and like what you see in a Nomad Travel Trailer at Ted Pepper Chrysler Plymouth, Route 9, Latham. 
Ken Rudolph will lead off against John Matlack. He's the number eight hitter in the Cub batting order. Then Rick Russell and Don Kessinger. New York, no runs. They have had six hits. Chicago, no runs on three hits. Cubs have turned two double plays in the first five innings to help out Rick Russell. Turned one in the first and again in the fifth. Now Matlack winds and delivers. Curve in the dirt. Ball one. Doubleheader today started at 11 a.m. Chicago time. The umpires wanted to be sure and have enough daylight hours to complete the twin bill. They do not have lights at Wrigley Field. And by 5.30 in the evening, it's pretty dark in this kind of weather. And the pitcher on the way. Low inside. Ball two. Matlack goes behind on Rudolph, 2 and 0. Rudolph was caught looking in the second. Randy Hundley might catch the second ball game. He's been hurt, but about ready to play again. Fastball, a strike, 2 and 1. Ferguson Jenkins will pitch for Chicago. He was a winner his last time out beating the Cardinals. The 2 1 delivery, low inside, ball 3, 3 and 1. Matlack put pressure on himself in the last inning when he walked the leadoff batter, Ron Sano. They bunted Sano over. Matlack then retired Fanzone and Popovich. Pitching three and one. Down the middle, a strength call that he was taking. It's three and two. Rudolph trying hard to work out a walk in this spot. He could then be bunted over by the pitcher. The count is three and two. The pitch by Matlack. Ground ball bounced toward the hole. Garrett cutting it off. Turns and throws in time. So Matlack behind three and one. Comes back, retires the hitter. With one out and nobody on, the Chicago pitcher Rick Russell comes to bat. Nine for 72 on the year. Thrown out by Wayne Garrett, his first time at bat today. That's nothing, and the Cubs nothing. Bottom half of the fifth inning. Breaking ball. Call strike to Rick Russell. Leadoff hitter Don Kessinger is out on deck. Swing and a miss at a breaking ball. Strike two. That last control has been good. He was concerned about it. He had not worked in eight days. Here's the pitch on the way. Breaking ball just inside. One ball and two strikes. Three curves in a row thrown by Matlack to the opposing pitcher, Rick Russell. If the Mets can wrap it up today, they'll be flying home to New York tonight. The one-two pitch. Just got a piece of it. A foul ball. No play. It skids on the ground straight back. Pete Reeser coaching third and Ernie Banks first for the Chicago Cubs. The last day of the season, five teams still alive in the Eastern Division. Swing and a miss at a curve in the dirt. Strike three. Ball handled by Grody, who immediately slaps the tag on Russell. For Matlack, his fourth strikeout. So, two outs and nobody on in the Cub fifth inning, and leadoff batter Don Kessinger will be hitting. Kessinger killing some time, letting Russell get back to the dugout. Kessinger has fouled out to John Milner and singled to left field. 
The veteran shortstop batting at 262. Garrett shortens up at third to guard against the bunt, and it's high. One ball and no strikes. The on-deck hitter and the center fielder, Rick Mundy. In comes the pitch, and a wild one. Oh, that got away from that lack. Way over the head of Brody, all the way to the backstop. Two balls and no strikes. And Kessinger out of the batter's box for a moment. Now the pitch on the way. High outside. Ball three. Members of the press box have just been advised that the Boston Red Sox have fired their manager, Eddie Casco, and hired a new manager, Daryl Johnson. Inside, ball four. Matlack walks Kessinger on four pitches. And that's the second walk by John Matlack. Darrell Johnson has been managing in the Red Sox farm system for a number of years. Buddy Harrelson takes time and comes in from his shortstop spot to the mound to talk with Matlack. Matlack issuing a two-out walk to Don Kessinger. And it brings up Mundy, the center fielder who bats left-handed. He has batted twice, twice been struck out by Matlock. Monday, you must be cautious with, he does have good power and leads the Cub Club in home runs with 25. Billy Williams and Ron Sano have each at 20. Matlock working from the stretch. Here's the pitch on the way, curve outside. One ball and no strikes. Last half of the fifth inning and no score. Jerry Grody setting up the low target. There goes the runner, the pitch, low outside, the peg by Grody, the slide, safe. That's his first still second. Stolen base for Don Kessinger. So now he is in scoring position. Pitch was out of the strike zone, and the count two balls and no strikes. Matlock behind on Monday, the 2 0 pitch, and a long drive deep down the left field line and out of play. Stolen base for Don Kessinger, his sixth of the year. Cardinal, the club leader, has 19. Matlock with a count of two and one on center fielder Rick Mundy. Kick of the leg, around comes the arm, swing and a foul. Coming back on the screen, it's two balls and two strikes. Second straight inning, the Cubs have had a man in scoring position. They had Sando on second base in the last inning. And that's four innings in a row have had a runner in scoring position. 
So far, neither team has cashed an opportunity yet. Matt Lack with a two-and-two two count on Rick Mundy. And the pitcher on the way, fouled up on the screen. John Spays, two-and-two. Kessinger reached on a walk with two men away. He stole second. Brody's throw was right on the money, simply not in time. Monday cocks the bat. The 2-2 pitch, curve fouled off. He barely hit it off the end of the bat. And the count remains at two and two. Kneeling in the on-deck center, on deck circle, Billy Williams. Matt Lack looking around now, checking his outfield alignment. The count is two and two on Monday. Here's the pitch on the way. Fastball, strike three, side retire. He came with a blazing fastball, and it was taken. Third time in a row that Monday has been struck out. No runs, no hits, no errors, one left. At the end of five at Wrigley Field, the New York Mets nothing, the Chicago Cubs nothing. When you have a roast beef hunger, nothing else in this world will do. And there's no roast beef in this world like the roast beef in Aniva. Warm, tender, sliced thin, piled high on a toasted sesame roll. The world is full of sandwiches that are just sandwiches, but Aniba is a treat. Next time you want a sandwich, give yourself a treat instead. Have Aniba. Aniba roast beef everywhere in the Capital District. Great anytime. They're made with mom. Attention skiers, do you like to save money? 1973 Rosingall skis, regularly $160, only $69.88, under full guarantee, save $90. Warm-up pants for the entire family, regularly $30, only $5.88, save over 80%. 1974 Nortalia boots, regularly $160, now $88.88, save $70. $215 Fisher skis for $49.88. That's a savings of $165. Those sound like ski market prices as the second annual million-dollar ski sale gets underway at the ski market. Route 7, Latham. Shop Monday through Friday, 10 till 10, Saturdays till 6. Use your Bank America card or Master Charge, the ski market. 14 Resolving in a double play. Rusty hitting at 270. Russell swings out of the windup. The pitch to Stab is low. One ball and no strikes. Rick Russell with an excellent sinking fastball. Big right-hander does a good job of keeping the ball down. And the pitch on the way. Low outside. Ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Russell over five. Has walked one. Struck out one. Allowed no runs. Scattered six hits. Only once did the Mets get more than one. That was in the second inning when they had back-to-back -back hits by Dave Sneck and Jerry Grody. Ground ball hit toward the hole, running for it. Popovich, he smothers it but can't make a play. Stab is on with a base hit. Beautiful play by Popovich. He left his feet, made a dive, he smothered the ball. From the time he could right himself, there was no point in making a throw. Now John Milner will be coming up. And let's see how Yogi plays it. Milner has been in a very bad batting slot. 
John at the moment is 0 for 19, 2 for his last 36. Now the stretch by Russell. Here's the pitch. And it's swung on and fouled down the left field line and over into the crowd. No play. So Yogi has Milner swinging away. In the Cub bullpen, right-hander Bob Locker. He has been the Cubs' top relief pitcher. Starts warming up. Low inside to the hammer. One ball and one strike. One and one on John Milner. Base hit by Staub, the seventh of the game for New York. And a foul coming back. No play. One ball, two strikes. Leon Jones on deck, and then Dave Schneck. Cubs have turned two double plays behind Rick Russell. They're set up looking for another at the moment. And the pitch on the way. Ground ball is short. Might be a double play. Kessinger to Popovich. And now the first. Too late. Milner beat him with his speed. And now Milner hurries to get back to first base because he had made a move the wrong way. Almost a third double play. Milner hitting a hard grounder right at Kessinger. Milner has excellent speed. That's the only reason they didn't make two. Leon Jones, one for two, singled in the fourth inning. That's for getting their hits off Rick Russell, but so far they haven't been able to string those hits together. Now the pitch to Cleon, fouled upstairs, no play. Cub outfield swings around to left against Cleon Jones. Cleon has 11 RBIs in his last seven ball games. Batting at 261, 45 RBIs total now. And a curve, low and away, one ball and one strike to Cleon Jones. The Mets nothing and the Cubs nothing. We're in the top of the sixth inning at Wrigley Field. Milner leading away from first. And a swing and a miss on a breaking ball. One ball and two strikes. Milner has the cat of speed to leg it all the way home on a long hit. As a result of the rain that has lasted for three days, even the infield is a little slow today. Now Russell checks his runner, and the pitch to Cleon, bounced foul, no play. The ball was hit a second time on the backlash. The Cubs have their bullpen ace, Bob Locker, getting ready. Locker has won nine in relief this year, and he has 18 saves. Cubs traded Billy North to Oakland to get Bob Locker. Billy North had quite a year for the Oakland A's. Too high, and the count is two and two. He could never break into the set Cub outfield. Given a chance to play at Oakland, he swiped some 53 bases. It's two and two on Cleon Jones. One out and one on. In comes the pitch. Ground ball hammered to shortstop. Kessinger to Popovich for one. And on to first, double play. 
innings. The Cubs have turned three double plays. No runs, one hit, no errors, and none left. In the middle of the sixth inning, the Mets nothing, the Cubs nothing. Mr. Jim Ryan of Ryan's Car Wash in Dubuque, Iowa, has just traded his Mercury. Not for another Mercury, but for a 1973 Subaru four-door sedan. As Mr. Ryan told us, In my business, I talk to people who own every kind of car there is. And every time a Subaru came in, its owner was so enthusiastic about the car, I just couldn't believe it. We tried every other small car, but the front-wheel drive handling on the Subaru was by far the best. Besides, I'm six foot three. I simply don't fit into a lot of other economy cars. But the Subaru gives me plenty of room. We tested a Subaru. One weekend, we had an ice storm. Right then and there, we decided Subaru was for us. Best small car I've ever driven. Every day, more people trade for a Subaru with a quadrizontal engine. Test drive one yourself and see why. Your new Subaru dealer in Capital Land is Fred Carl's New Salem Garage. That's why the area's oldest and largest Saab dealer now stocks a complete line of Subaru to give you a better selection of quality economy cars. Fred Carl's New Salem Garage, Route 85, New Salem. 14 Montreal playing at Pittsburgh. They will start in about five minutes for the Paris Jim Rooker for Montreal Ernie McAdally. Montreal and Chicago. Neither team can afford to lose and stay alive. The magic number for those two clubs is one. Billy Williams up against John Matlock. Breaking ball, call, strike one. Billy Williams single to right center in the first and fly to center in the third, one for two. Batting at 290 on the year. Last year, the batting champion. Swing and a miss at a curveball. Pete Rose of Cincinnati has nailed down the batting crown this year. His third batting crown. Waiting on deck, Ron Santo, and then Jose Cardinal. Three, four, and five. The noisemakers in the Cub batting order. Two-strike delivery. Ground ball hit foul, no play. Toward the New York dugout. Reading his information from Jerry Grody. The two-strike delivery. Curve hits slowly towards shortstop. Harrelson charging. He'll have to hurry it. The throw is in time, and Williams is out. Slow roller. Buddy Harrelson really had to rifle the throw. With one away, Ron Santo is the hitter. Santo has flied to Dave's neck and drawn a walk. Nothing for one. The veteran is hitting at 269, 20 home runs, 75 runs batted in. Cub pitcher Rick Russell throws a real good sinker. As a result, he does make the batters hit the ball on the ground, which gives his infield a chance to turn those double plays. Breaking ball low, one ball, no strikes. Matlack has walked two, struck out five, allowed no runs, three base hits. And a breaking ball, swung and missed. One ball, one strike to Santo. 
Beto, a ball hitter, the infield playing him deep and around to left. The outfield shades to left. Foul back. Fastball. And the count is one ball and two strikes on Cubs third sacker Ron Sato. Umpire Ed Sudol from his position at third, holding up play for a moment. Something he has detected. And that something is a couple of towels or whatever on the railing he wants removed. Umpires have had a lot of pressure on them the last few days trying to get games in on this bad weather. The one-two pitch to Santos, straight three, fastball on the inside corner. Number six for John Matlack. Matlack has become the second pitcher in Mets history to go over 200 strikeouts. Tom Seaver has gone over 200 six years in a row. Last year as a rookie, Matlack had 169. Now he's gone over 200. Jose Cardinal, the batter. Outside, ball one. Cadillac is fourth in the National League in strikeouts. The only people ahead of him are Tom Seaver, Steve Carlton, and Don Sutton. Missed the inside corner to Cardinal. Two balls and no strikes. Cardinal leading the Chicago Cub attack, batting at 3.05. In the game today, he has fouled out and sacrificed nothing for what? Matlack over the head, the 2-0 delivery. Swung and fouled back upstairs. Pretty good crowd at the upper deck this afternoon at Wrigley Field. This doubleheader started so early that the crowd is still coming in. It was set for 11.30, then moved to 11 o'clock by the umpires. To be sure to have enough daylight hours to finish it. Cardinal hitting out of a crouch. Takes high, ball three, three and one. Common fans on. Rugged right-hand batter waiting on deck. He's the Cub first baseman. Matlack working behind on Cardinal with a count of three balls and a strike. In comes the pitch. Strike called, a fastball at the knees. Cardinal lost his bat. He thought he had a walk. He was heading toward first base. So the count is full at three and two on Cardinal with two outs and nobody on. The ball game scoreless in the last of the sixth inning. Pitching three and two. Ground ball hits slowly. It will go foul. No play down the third baseline. The second game today, Jerry Kuzman and Ferguson Jenkins are the pitchers. And if there is baseball tomorrow at Wrigley Field, Tom Seaver and George Stone are ready. Pitching three and two. Ground ball bounced to second base. Felix Mian is up with it. But he throws to Milner for the third out. And Matlack goes through the middle of the Cub batting order. One, two, three. At the end of six innings. The New York Mets nothing. The Chicago Cubs nothing.
we're a savings bank where your money always earns the top rate. But Troy Savings Bank is more, so much more. We're a place for mortgages and traveler's checks, financial advice or student loans, 10-cent money orders and property improvement loans, and, well, a whole number of things, like our family guide to financial security booklet. Stop by or call for your free copy. Savings is where we start. But we keep helping you as you grow any way we can. You've got a long way to go. We'd like to help you get there. Troy Savings Bank. Member Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. 14 W-A-B-Y. Mets are coming up now in the top of the seventh inning, and left-hand batter Dave Schneck will lead it off, facing right-hand pitcher Rick Rushell. The Mets have had seven hits off Rushell, but the Cub infield has turned three double plays. Here's the pitch now to the left-hand batter. It's on the way, and it's swung on and missed. Strike one. Dave Schneck had a base hit his first time up today. He flied to center. The second time up, he's one for two. Bob Locker gets up to throw again in the Cub bullpen. Bob Locker's throwing. Here's Russell with a pitch, and it's outside for a ball. It's one and one. Jerry Grody is waiting on deck. Cloudy, overcast day here at Wrigley Field in Chicago. Now the one-one. Bun it on and missed. It's one and two. Schneck has good speed. And he had an idea that time of dumping that ball and trying to leg it out, but missed the bunt, so it's one and two. Rushell has struck out one. He's walked one. Big right-hander into the motion again. One-two delivery. Swung on foul up. It is a breaking pitch, and the count holds at one and two. Neck moves back into the batter's box now as Rushell kicks at the rubber one time and looks into his catcher, Ken Rudolph, to get a sign. Starts into the motion. Here is a one-two pitch ball and it's popped up foul out of play back off the screen so the count continues one ball and two strikes general manager Bob Sheffing of the New York Mets seated in a lower field box behind home plate Bob Sheffing came to the major leagues as a manager with the Chicago Cubs he played with the Chicago Cubs during his active playing days as a major league catcher here's a one-two pitch one on and hit in the air to left field. Billy Williams goes back and he's there and he makes the catch. A line drive to the opposite field off the bat of Davy Schneck. And caught by Williams as he retreated back in the direction of the well in left field. One away and Jerry Grody's coming up. Grody had a base at his first time up. He had one for two. There is no score in this game. The Mets are batting in the top of the seventh inning. Field defense pulls around toward left now. Playing Grody to pull the ball. Russell looks for his sign, has it now, goes into the motion. Here's the pitch. Get on the ground, foul back of third to the Cub dugout. It's out of play. Strike one to Jerry Grody, the number seven man in the Met batting order. Grody settles himself carefully back into the batter's box. with a strike one pitch. Fastball, it's fouled off. Two strikes, not a Grody. 
Fans are still coming steadily into the ballpark here. Game began promptly at 11 a.m. Chicago time. So I suppose people are coming to the park as they wake up on this Sunday morning in Chicago. New York Mets bus left their loop hotel at 9 a.m. this morning. Rushell has the sign. This is a two-strike pitch to Grody. Hit on the ground is short. A big hop up to Kessinger. Goes across the fan zone in time. Two away. How about Harrelson? He's one for two. He had a leadoff base hit in the fifth inning. Switch hitter batting left against a big right-hander, Rick Rushell, who has won 14 games and lost 15 for the Cubs this year. Rick Mundy and center shade way around toward left now against Harrelson as they figure you'll be slapping the ball. Matt Lack moves out to the on-deck circle. Russell with the pitch. And it's low and off the glove of Rudolph. It's ball one. Locker is standing down there in the bullpen on the rubber. He isn't throwing at the moment, but he's down there. Rushell again into the motion. And the pitch is in there for a call strike. It's one and one. Here's the one-one delivery. Curveball. It misses Hineaway. It's two and one. New York Mets checked out of their hotel. Had their bags packed and down in the lobby this morning. They don't know whether they're leaving town or not. Here's a 2-1 pitch. Swung on, hit on the ground to first. Fanzone gets the short hop, goes unassisted to the bag, and the side is out in order. So it's nothing across, and in the middle of the seventh inning, the score is Cubs nothing, the Mets nothing. Cadillac for 1974, the standard of American automobile excellence, is now available for your inspection at Headley Cadillac Oldsmobile, 515 Berber Street in Troy. Cadillac, with nine luxurious models to choose from, offers new concepts in styling and comfort. Responsive handling and the number one car for resale value when it comes time to trade. Cadillac for 1974 from Headley will bring the finest in driving pleasure to you and your family. Whether it's a new or previously owned Cadillac, Headley Cadillac Oldsmobile in Troy will make the ownership of America's ultimate automobile your finest in-car buying experience. See the 74 Cadillac at Headley, 515 River Street, Troy. You'll know why Cadillac outsells the leading luxury car 2 to 1. the Cubs come up in the bottom of the seventh inning. The Cubs fans all around the ballpark are up and stretching here midway of the seventh inning. It'll be Carmen Franzone to lead it off. He has lined out to right field and fouled out to the catcher so far. He's 0 for 2. John Matlack has struck out six. He's walked two. Total strikeouts for the season. Matlack has gone over 200 and he has gone ahead of the Dodgers' Don Sutton in the strikeout department. Franzone, right-hand batter. Moving into the batter's box. Great day in Chicago. Cloudy and overcast with a definite threat of rain. Matt 
Madlock is up and on the rubber looking in now to Jerry Grody. Gets the sign, starts into the motion. Here's the pitch. Fastball low, and it's 1-0. Oh. Paul Popovich is on deck. Madlock again with the pitch. Fastball, and again it's low, so he's gone behind 2-0 oh now. Zone is the number six man in the order. Locker is still down there in the bullpen, not throwing it up, but standing down on the mound in the bullpen. Fastball is in there for a call strike. Fanzone took it, and it's two and one now. Here's the two-one delivery. Fastball chopped off foul just past Popovich on deck. And the count is two and two. The umpire wasted no time today. They started this ball game promptly at 11 a.m. Here's the 2-2 delivery. Fastball fouled off, and the count holds at 2-2. Augie Donatelli is the senior umpire of this crew. He is the senior umpire in the National League, for that matter, and he has been in frequent communication in recent days with Chubb Finney, the president of the National League. As a matter of fact, they had a phone conversation this morning. Still outside the batter's box. Now he moves back in. This will be a 2-2 delivery. As Matt Light looks for a sign. Now the pitch is on the way. Curveball just missed inside. So the count runs full at 3-2. and Fanzone is leading off. But the Cubs batting in the bottom of the seventh inning. There is no score in this game. Here is the payoff pitch. Curveball in there for a call. Strike three. Manzon looks at a 3-2 curveball. Strikeout number seven. Oh, Popovich is coming up. He had a base hit in the second, and he flat out to right in the fourth. He's one for two. Switch hitter batting right against the left-hander, John Madlack. Madlack has won 14 games and lost 15. Last year, he won 15 and lost 10 and was rookie of the year in the National League. Curveball missed high and away. It's one and zero. Catcher Ken Rudolph is on deck, and Locker has begun to throw again in the bullpen. As the Cubs work down to the bottom of their batting order, swing and a miss. It's one and one. Managers, of course, today don't have to worry too much about the moves that they make. They can make them about worrying about tomorrow, because they might not be a tomorrow. This will be a one-one delivery. Ball in for a call, strike two. He popped it in there. It's one and two. Sounds like rubs up the ball. Now steps back up on top of the mound. This is the one-two pitch. High and away. Two and two is the count with one man out and nobody on base. Natural grass and the dirt infield here at Wrigley Field. There is no artificial turf here. This is the oldest park in the National League. Here's a 2-2 delivery. Curveball missed low. So the count is full at 3-2. Well, he went 3-2 to fan zone and gave him a curveball that he looked at. Let's see what he does now with Paul Popovich. I'd like 
back. Looks under Grody to get the sign. As it starts into the motion, here's the pitch. Curveball swung on and missed. Struck him out with a 3-2 curveball. Strikeout number eight for John Madlock. Two away and Ken Rudolph will be the batter. Struck out and grounded out. He's 0 for 2. Things have been complicated, of course, in these recent days by the fact that there are no lights here at Wrigley Field. The only park in the major leagues without lights. Here is the pitch. Swung on and missed. It's strike one. It has been said that Mr. Wrigley, who owns the Chicago Cubs, promised the people of the neighborhood years ago that he would never install lights so as not to disrupt the family life of the evening. Neighborhood has changed since he said that. Here's a pitch. Inside low for a ball. One and one to count. You might do everybody a favor by putting up a few lights in this neighborhood. One and one to count. Two men out, nobody on base. Clear ball, it's low. Two and one now. Not like takes a moment to rub up the ball. Rick Rushell has moved out on deck. Locker's just down there in the bullpen. He isn't throwing. He does sometimes and sometimes he doesn't. Here's a swing and a miss. Two-two. At least in the position where he is there on top of the mound in the bullpen, nobody can stand in front of him. He has a good view of the proceedings. Now he starts to throw again. Two and two to count. Cubs nothing, Mets nothing. Two-two delivery. Fastball hit on the ground to second. Mian is there. Up with it. Goes to first in time. The side is out in order. There's nothing across. And at the end of seven innings, the score is the Cubs nothing and the Mets nothing. There's great news from Holiday Manor Mobile Home Sales. Now, at both Holiday Manor locations, Route 50 Boston Spa and Route 9 Latham, complete no-down payment mobile home purchasing is available. That's right. Holiday Manor offers the total quality Eagle Mobile Home with widths up to 24 feet and luxurious comfort all the way to 70 feet long and available with no down payment. You can choose your favorite style of interior decoration with an Eagle Home from Holiday Manor. And for financing tailored to your budget, Holiday recommends mobile home financing through Schenectady Discount Corporation. 1720 Central Avenue, Albany. The mobile home financing specialists. SDC offers all types of mobile home financing at low bank rates. They're a great team. A complete no-down payment mobile home from Holiday Manor. Mobile homes and professional financing assistance from Schenectady Discount Corporation. See them soon. To put go in your winter driving, go first to Sears. Sears Tire and Auto Center is featuring big, big savings on snow tires and batteries. Like Sears Rugged Snow Crusader Tires with four tough plies and a deep biting tread for sure-footed traction in mud or snow. Snow Crusader Tires priced as low as $11 plus FET for the 650 by 13 size with no trade-in required. Other sizes similarly low priced. Sears Superwide Dynaglass Snow Guard Tires are on sale too. Save 35% on these tough, wide stance tires with twin
Winton Dynaglass belts to keep the tread flat on the road for better traction. Sears Super Wide Dynaglass Snow Guard Tires with deep biting cleats are now at 35% off. Savings of $27 to $36 on a pair. Save over $8 on Sears Tough 48-month battery in sizes to fit most American cars. It's Sears' most popular replacement battery for cars with all those accessories that really need extra power. Sears 48-month battery now just $22.88 with exchange. A big $8 saving. Before you head into winter, head into your nearby Sears Tire and Auto Center. 14-W-A-B-Y Russell takes his time. Here's the 2-0. It's outside. 3 and 0 now to John Madlack. Montreal Expos are at Pittsburgh. And it is Ernie McAnally pitching for the Montreal Expos. Former member of the Mets organization. And Jim Rooker will go for Pittsburgh. But Bob Locker, who had sat down. Well, I don't know if it's going to be Locker or not. Somebody's going to get up down there in the bullpen. It is Locker again, yes. Locker gets up. There's a conference at the mound. Now, Sando has come over. Kessinger's come over. Popovich comes in. And now here comes Whitey Lockman, the manager, out to the mound. He is waved out there by Sando, the field captain. The trainer's coming out as well. So perhaps there is something wrong with Russell. Might have rubbed up a blister. If so, of course... Rooker would have all the time he needs. It does appear to be a blister. It does appear to be a blister. And now Ken Rudolph, the catcher, goes out. And Russell is going to the dugout. He is jogging over to the dugout with the trainer. Whitey Lockman, the manager, is still on the mound. The sign goes down to the bullpen. And Ed Sudol waves Locker into the ballgame. Comes jogging in, and Russell goes out having rubbed up a blister. Keep in mind that the count is three and zero. Oh. Bob Locker is coming in to make his 62nd appearance. He has been the ace of the bullpen staff for the Cubs. He has a record of nine wins and six losses. Last time out at St. Louis, he went an inning allowed no runs and one hit. Locker is in to do the pitching. So Russell is gone. Seven innings, no runs. About seven hits, struck out one, and charged with one walk so far. Of course, if Lockett should walk Matt like that walk would also be charged against starter Rick Russell. Dave Rossello has come in at second base now. Dave Rossello has come in at second base. Whitey Lockman making that move so he can switch his batting order because his pitcher is scheduled to lead off in the next inning, so make it Rossello. Batting ninth. Accordingly, Bob Locker bats in place of Paul Popovich. Locker is taking his warm-up pitches. Philadelphia Phillies are in St. Louis in a later start. 
Houston Astros are at Atlanta. The San Francisco Giants are at Cincinnati. The Dodgers in San Diego not scheduled. The American League, the Minnesota Twins are at California. Tonight, the Kansas City Royals are at Texas against the Rangers. Milwaukee Brewers are at Boston against the Red Sox. The Chicago White Sox are at Oakland. The Detroit Tigers are at New York against the Yankees. And it's Mickey Lolich against Fritz Peterson. is that it was a blister on the index finger of the right hand of Russell that caused his removal. Cleveland and Baltimore have finished the season, so they are not scheduled today. Locker is still taking his warm-up pitches. The second game of today's doubleheader here at Wrigley Field in Chicago. Ferguson Jenkins is scheduled to be the pitcher for the Cubs, and Jerry Kuzman, left-hander for the New York Mets. Started the day, of course, on top in the Eastern Division. The magic number for the elimination of the St. Louis Cardinals and the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are closest to them, is two. Meaning that if the Cardinals and the Pirates should lose, and if the Mets should win one of the two games here today, the Mets would win the pennant. And in that case, there would be no doubleheader played here tomorrow. But if the pennant race has still not been decided, the Mets and the Cubs will play two here tomorrow. We'll be on the air again at 12 noon New York time. Madlack comes up to the plate now. He has a count of 3-0. and Locker fingers the rosin bag, now steps up to take his side. The Cubs nothing, the Mets nothing. And the Mets are batting here in the top of the eighth inning. Here's Locker's pitch. Side-armed in there for a call strike. It's three and one. Three-one delivery. Side-armed outside. Charge the walk against Russell. Charge the walk against Russell as Matt Lack will go down to first. A lead-off walk here. The Mets pick up a base runner, and they'll try to build a run in the eighth inning. Garrett's coming to the plate. Montreal did not score in the top of the first. Pittsburgh Pirates coming to bat in Pittsburgh. Wayne Garrett, the batter now. Ron Tanto at third moves in on the grass as the Chicago Cubs figure the Mets will be trying to sacrifice Matt like down into scoring position and let Felix Millon and Rusty Staub have a shot at getting them in. Mets have had seven hits. The Cubs have had three. Now Sanzo moves a couple of steps in on the grass even more. Garrett's in and waiting. Here's the pitch. He squares. Bunts the ball up into the air out in front of the plate. He's fielded on a hop by Rudolph. He goes to first in time. As Rosello took the throw and the sacrifice moves Matt like the second. If you're scoring, it goes 2-4. Ball has actually popped up into the air, but no chance for the catcher, Ken Rudolph, to get to it on the fly. He had to take it. Out on the infield grass on one hop. Now Mian is coming up. Felix Mian is one for three. Had a base hit his first time up. That base hit was number 181. The Met Club record is 182. Set in 1970 by Tommy Agee. We're going to get further action in the bullpen. A left-hander. Could be Mike Paul. They had a left-hander up earlier. It is Mike Paul up and throwing for the Chicago Cubs. 
Neon, a right-hand batter. In and waiting now. Madlock takes his lead in second. Here's a sidearm delivery low and away for a ball. Rusty Staub has moved out on deck. The New York Mets trying to get a run here in the top half of the eighth inning in a game that is scoreless to this point. It's the first game of a doubleheader at Wrigley Field in Chicago. Locker looks under Rudolph again for his sign. Neon pounds the plate, chokes up on the bat. Here's a sidearm delivery way outside. It's 2-0 oh to Felix Neon. Matlock wearing the jacket at the base runner out there at second base. Strolls off the bag. Neon again moves in now into that batting crouch. 2-0 delivery. Swung on it down the ground to short, and there'll be a play up third on Matlack, and he is out at third base. Matlack went sliding at a third, and he is out as he tried to move over on the ground ball directly at Kessinger, and he was an easy out. Kessinger simply took the hop and made the play to Sando. We pause now for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. In the Capital District. This is the home of the New York Mets. W-A-B-Y, Albany. This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Conner and Bob Murphy at Wrigley Field in Chicago. The Mets and the Cubs scoreless in the top of the eighth inning. Beyond is now the owner at first. He's there on the field as choice as, for some strange reason, John Madlack attempted to move from second to third on a ground ball hit directly at shortstop Don Kessinger. Two men are out. Rusty Staub is up now. He is one for three. That pitch is inside, low for a ball. It's one and oh. Herman Fanzone is holding against the runner. Beyond at first. Mike Paul continues to throw in the bullpen for the Chicago Cubs. Now the pitch. Way outside for a ball. It's two and oh. The Rusty Staub. John Milner is kneeling there in the on-deck circle. Pittsburgh Pirates did not score in the bottom of the first. At the end of an inning, Montreal nothing. The Pirates nothing. Locker sets up. Here's a pitch. Low for a ball. 3-0 and is the count to Rusty Staub. He looks down to sign man, Eddie Yost, to see if he's turned loose on a 3-0. Two men out, of course. Meon runs on anything. Takes his lead off the bag at first, short lead. 3-0 delivery, and it's taken in there for a call strike. It's 3-1. Locker bent forward to get his son. Rusty Star backs out at the plate. Loosening up a little bit as he does. Pulls on the batting gloves. White one on his left hand, a black one on his right end. Pounds the plate, and he's back in there waiting. This will be a 3-1 pitch. Beyond leads it first. It's on the way. Swung on and fouled off the count. It's full at 3-2. That means an automatic start now for Felix Neon, the runner at first base. And that started the day with a record of 80 wins and 78 losses. Beyond has taken his lead. He's running. 3-2 pitch. Swung on. That's second out to his guy the top. Locker with his first strikeout. Walking, there was one left. In the middle of the eighth inning, the score is Cubs nothing, the Mets nothing. Leaving strength of people, people. That's what saved the 
every turn on your savings is important to you, save at Cahol Savings Bank. 5.47% annual yield on day in to day out and regular savings accounts at the new high rate of 5.25%. Anticipated, compounded daily, and paid quarterly as of July 1st. Increased rates on new savings certificates when held to maturity can give you an effective annual yield of up to 7.35%. On four-year certificates, at the new high rate of 7% a year guaranteed. Premature withdrawals are subject to substantial penalties as required by regulatory authorities. Insurance Corporation. Hello. He's hitting 242. He's had two runs batted in. John Matlock has struck out eight and walked two. But so far, neither team has been able to get a run. Rosello at Wichita this year hit 325. He had eight home runs and he knocked in 53 runs. Started the season at Wichita. He's coming up in the Cubs on August 10th. Dave Rosello. Goes Grody's third on to second. On around the horn, and Rossello marches up to the plate. Rossello, Kessinger, and Rick Mundy are scheduled to bat for the Cubs here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Madlack gets the sign from Grody. Here's the pitch. Curveball hit on the ground. Back of third, a foul ball out of play. Glove by Garrett. It is strike one to Rossello. Pete Reese is the coach on the lines down there, third for the Chicago Cubs. Ernie Banks is the Cub coach at first for manager Whitey Lockman. Not like delivers. Fastball, foul back and out of play. Two strikes now to Rossello. Chicago Cubs total home attendance for the year is 1,382,360. The Mets closed out at Chase Stadium with a home attendance of 1,912,390. Just short of two million. Here's a pitch low for a ball. One and two to Rossello. Madlock starts to work for the one-two delivery. Fastball low and inside. It's two and two. We have the warm-ups in Atlanta now. For Houston, it's Dave Roberts. And for Atlanta, Winnie Ford. That night gets the sign. Offers 2-2. Curveball a little low. And the count runs full now. Three balls and two strikes. to curveball effectively. He's under the motion. Here's the pitch. Fastball hit on the ground through the hole in the left for a base hit. Rosello with a leadoff single. Leon Jones up with the ball returns it. Madlack went to a 3-2 fastball and Rosello ripped it through the hole in the left for a base hit. And we start to get action in the med bullpen for the first time today. Tug McGraw. Tug McGraw is up and throwing. Madlack's thrown a lot of pitches in this ball game. 
John Kessinger's coming up. He is one for two in the walk. Switch hitter batting right, and the Mets expect the Cubs to be sacrificing here. As the Chicago Cubs try to build a run in a game that is scoreless to this point, the Cubs are batting in the bottom of the eighth inning. Milner comes over at first, not a hold against Rosello. Garrett moved in on the grass at third. Madlock sets up. Here's the pitch. Throw to first. Not in time. Kessinger had made no move at the plate. He had that bat shot. Chokes up on it a little bit. Now again, Madlock sets. Pitch to Kessinger. In there for a strike. That time he looked as though he was going to square. He didn't move his feet at all. Already choked up on the bat and looked as though he was going to bend into a bunny stance, but took the pitch in the strike zone. So it's 0-1. He looks down to get a sign from Pete Weiser again now. Rick Mundy's waiting on deck. Rosello leads at first base. Garrett moves in at third, and there's a pitch high. Kessinger that time was squaring into bunny stance. Gene Heiser is loosening up his arm down there in the bullpen area. Like sets up. Here's the throw to first base. Not in time. Rosello's back safely. One and one is the count to Kessinger at the plate. Matlack trying to keep a short halter on base runner. Rosello at first base. Here's the one one. Kessinger bunts his foul up the first baseline. Out of play. Count goes to one and two. So now a managerial decision. Do you have him bunt all the way? With two strikes, do you take it off and let him swing away? Montreal did not score in the top of the second inning. Going to the bottom of the second. Montreal, nothing. The Pittsburgh Pirates, nothing. Kessinger yes, looks to Pete Reeser to get his information. Chicago crowd trying to keep something going here with a little racket at Wrigley Field. Othello leads it first. The one two pitch Kessinger's around, bunts the ball, and it's taken by Madlock. Throw to second, and he is safe at second base. The ball rolls away. The Bud Harris control is low, and there are runners at first and second. Madlock figures it on the strongly bunted ball. He had a shot, so he took the shot at second. His throw was low. Harrison came in, tried to field the ball, and rolled out of his glove. The fellow now has walked back to the grass, back of second. There was a collision there between Harrelson and Rosello. Madlock walks back to have a word with Harrelson. Nobody out, runners first and second. Reese is going to go out now, so is Ernie Banks to see about Rosello. Now, manager Whitey Lockman's going to go out. Perhaps he was spiked. Looks as though that he might be limping, and perhaps he was spiked as Harrelson came in to take the throw at second. Yogi Berra, meanwhile, is on the way into the mound from the dugout. Harper's the command beyond is in there. Milner's in there. Garrett's in there. Grody's on his way out, and here comes Yogi. Doug McGraw is warm in the bullpen. The Cubs have runners first and second. Nobody out. No score in the game. The Cubs are batting in the bottom of the eighth inning. as far as 
as Don Kessinger is concerned. Now the conference breaks up. Matt Lack stays in the ball game. Yogi's on the way back to the dugout. Rick Lundy's coming up, and Billy Williams is on deck, so the Mets figure the Cubs will be sacrificing here. They've got Milner, the first baseman, in on the grass. Garrett is hanging around the cutout of the grass is cleared, ready to retreat to the bag and take a throw for a possible force play. Monday has been up three times and struck out three times. Matt Lack off the stretch. The pitch, he squares, lets it foul. Off to the left side, out of play. It's strike one. Monday was trying to bunt that ball late to the left side. He'd like to have Garrett field it. Matlock will be covering on the third base side, and Garrett will retreat, of course, to take a throw. Milner putting pressure on, uh, on the grass at first. Monday squares, bunts the ball foul to the left side out of play. Just past Billy Williams on deck. So now it's two strikes to Monday. Again, what do you do? Do you leave the bun out? He left it on with two strikes to Kessinger. Milner stays in on the grass. Chuck McGraw continues to throw in the mad bullpen. Kessinger mm -hmm. is the runner at first. Rosello is the runner at second. Two strike delivery. He's around the butt, bunch of foul, and he's a strikeout victim. So, Monday has struck out four times. That is strikeout number nine. Well, Madlack has Rick Monday, but it's a third strike foul. Billy Williams is coming up. With one away, runners first and second. He had a base hit his first time up. He's one for three. Conference at the mound again. Beyond is there. Harrelson is there. Brody is there talking to Madlack. He's working to a left-hand battle. We have the warm-ups now in St. Louis. Jim Lomborg is going today for Philadelphia. Alan Foster is the pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals. The Pirates are batting in the bottom of the second. Montreal nothing, Pirates nothing. Rudy McAnally against Jim Rooker. Rudy comes back behind the plate now. Billy Williams, the number three man in the order, hitting 290 this year. Led the National League in batting last year. Williams has had 20 home runs and 85 runs batted in. Not like such. Here's the pitch. Inside high for the ball, right across the letters. Moving back, it's 1 0. Ron Santo is on deck for the Chicago Cubs. It's the Mets nothing, the Cubs nothing, in the bottom of the eighth inning. Runners lead at first and second. Here's a 1-0 delivery. Curveball, and it missed low. So it goes to 2-0 now to Billy Williams. That like takes a moment on the mound. McGraw still throwing in the bullpen. Runners lead first and second. A 2-0 pick. Curveball hit in the air out of deep left. Jones is there. Leon Jones makes the catch. Runners hold up, returning. No advance. Two men are out. Ron Santo will be the batter as Billy Williams slides to left. Santo has slid the center, walked, and struck out. He is 0 for 2. 
Tough man in the clutch. Hitting 269, he's had 20 homers and 75 runs batted in. Grody out again for a word with Matlock. And that's trying to get out of the inning here. The Cubs have two base runners with two men out. Their leads at first and second. John Madlock off the stretch. Curveball swung on and missed. It's strike one. The Pittsburgh Pirates did not score in the bottom of the second inning. Going to the third. Montreal, nothing in the Pirates, nothing. Othello at second, Kessinger at first. And a strike one pitch to Ron Santo. Fastball. scheduled to send up John Milner, Cleon Jones, and Dave Schmeck. But the business at hand right now is to try to retire the Cubs without any further damage. Garden now has gone 0 for 2 in a sacrifice. Right-hand batter. Club runners lead at first and second. That like pitch. Fastball inside low. It's 1-0. Chicago Cubs have gone ahead by a score of one to nothing here in the bottom of the eighth inning. First game of a doubleheader at Wrigley Field in Chicago. Now again, Madlock sets up. Runners lead at first and second. Here's a pitch. Fastball in there for a call strike. It's one and one. Jerry Grody sends out a sign to Madlock. Madlock has struck out nine and walked two. It allowed the Cubs only five hits, but they picked up a run here in the eighth inning. That's a fastball missing outside, so it goes two and one now. Dave Rosola led off with a base hit. Kessinger bunted the ball. Matlight took a shot at Rosello at second and didn't get him. Sacrifice, field destroyed, runners first and second. And then with two men out, Santos Fingler driving the run. Fastball inside low. It's three and one out of Cardinal with Fanzone on deck. Now wants the pine tar rag and says he doesn't. He wants the rosin bag, and that's what he gets. Moves back up in the vicinity of the batter's box, tapping his pikes as he goes. The count is three and one to Cardinal. Runners lead at first and second. Three-one pitch. Swung on and on the ground to second. The yard is over up, but if he goes to first in time, and the side is out, but. Chicago Cubs got a run on two hit scores and two men left. And at the end of eight full innings of play, the score is the Cubs won, the Mets nothing. Pepperality, Chrysler's and Plymouth's for 74. Ted Pepper, Root 9 and Latham sells Pepperality. If it's 74 new car time for you, don't dock yourself out running around. Pepperality means low 74 Pepper price. High Pepper trade-in plus low Pepper down payment. 
Pepperality, we can tell you, we can show you. But until you buy, you can't try Pepperality. Head for the home of Pepperality. Ted Pepper, Chrysler Plymouth, Route 9, Latham, Pepperality. When you think towing service, no matter how big or how small, think Kennedy's Garage in Troy. Give them a call for 24-hour towing anywhere in the Capital District. And at Kennedy's, there is complete collision service as well as general auto repair. Kennedy's Garage is also the home of the number 8 Lebanon Valley Modified, winner of last week's Lebanon Valley 200. So remember, when you need towing, you need Kennedy's Garage, 3rd and Jefferson Streets in Troy. Call 272-3881 or 272-9842, 24 hours a day. 14-W-A-B-Y. Now, the New York Mets come up in the ninth inning to face Bob Locker, who is working in relief of Rick Rushell, who started and worked the first seven innings and left after rubbing up a blister. Ray Burris is throwing in the Cub bullpen. He's a right-hander. Mike Paul is throwing in the Cub bullpen. He's a left-hander. New York Mets started this doubleheader with the knowledge that the Pittsburgh Pirates and the St. Louis Cardinals had a magic number of two for elimination. Meaning that if the Mets could win two games, they win the pennant regardless. Double-headed today, and if necessary, a double-headed tomorrow between the Mets and Cubs here at Wrigley Field in Chicago. Pittsburgh Pirates are batting in the bottom of the third inning. Now, Montreal nothing, Pittsburgh nothing. McAnally against Rooker. The Phillies are at St. Louis in the warm-ups. Jim Lonborg against Alan Foster. John Milner is up. Milner, the cleanup batter, and here's Marcus Fitch side-armed inside for a ball. It's one and all. Milner has gone 0 for 20. He has been in a horrendous batting slump of late. Here's a pitch that is low and away for a ball. It's 2 and all. We talked to manager Yogi Berra about that day before yesterday, and he said he is well aware of the fact that Milner has been in a terrible slump, but he still has to go with him because he is a definite threat anytime he's up there. And the Mets don't have that many threats on that squad. Time has been called now while Bob Locker goes back to tie a shoelace on the grass of the infield. Turns down, comes back up onto the mound. 2-0 and is the count to John Milner at the plate. Cleon Jones is out there on deck. The Cubs are leading by a score of one to nothing. Here's a swing and a base hit into center field. Picked up out there by center fielder Rick Mundy and played back. So Milner has broken a long dry spell with a leadoff base hit here in the night. The tying run is on at first and Cleon Jones is coming up. Milner had gone 0 for 20 as he slammed that ball into center field. So now Jones comes up. He's had one hit today. He's one for three. That was base hit number eight for the Mets in this game. Jones looks down to sign Matt Eddie Yost at third to see if anything is on here. Dave Schneck is on deck. The Mets are batting in the top of the ninth inning. First baseman Carmen Fanzone comes over to hold against Milner, possibly the fastest man on the Mets squad. Locker steps off. Jones swings the bat loosely at the plate. Locker sets up again. Here's a pitch. Ball is bunted foul. Sacrifice was on. Ball was planted up into the air, but well back of the plate. No chance for catcher Ken Rudolph to play it. Manager Yogi Berra had the sacrifice on to Cleon Jones. He looks now 
The sign man, Eddie Yost, again to see if it's still on. The Cubs are leading 1-0. Now, Dunfield has turned three double plays today. They aid the cause of their pitching. Here's the pitch. Jones is around. He bunts the ball, and it's to the first base side. Rudolph has it. Goes to first and in time. Sacrifice moves the tying run. Milner to second. If you're scoring at 2-4, Ken Rudolph to Dave Rossella covering at first base. Now Davey Schneck, a left-hand batter, comes up to take a shot at getting that tying run in. Schneck had a base hit in the second inning. Otherwise, he's fired to center line to left. Hit the ball hard to the opposite field in the seventh inning. He had one for three for the day. Jerry Grody moves out on deck. Grody next in the order behind Schneck. Milner takes his lead, and here's the pitch. And he swung out and missed for strike one. Dave Schneck took the full cut. Now Bob Locker rubs up the baseball again out there on the mound. Mets have had eight hits, and the Chicago Cubs have had five. Now again, Bob Locker sets up. Here's the pitch, and it's outside for a ball. It's one and one to Dave Schneck. Cubs keep the bullpen going. Ray Burris and Mike Paul, a right-hander and a left-hander, continue to throw. This is the first game of a doubleheader. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Swung on and missed. It's one and two now to Dave Schneck. And the crowd here at Wrigley Field in Chicago is riding on every pitch of this ball game. The Cubs, of course, are still alive in the pennant race. As amazingly, five clubs started this, the final day of the regular season, still in contention for the pennant in the Eastern Division of the National League. This will be a 1-2 delivery. And two minutes for a close strike three. Stuck him out. Dave Schneck looks at a call third strike. And now Grody goes back to the dugout. Grody goes back to the dugout, and Boswell is coming out on deck. A left-hand battle. This is a righty-lefty switch. Boswell is coming out to face the right-hander, Bob Locker. Two men out, runner at second, and the Mets have their backs to the wall here now. That was the third strikeout for Locker. I beg your pardon, the second strikeout for Locker. So Boswell will bat for Grody. Boswell is hitting 227, two homers, both of them pinch homers, and 14 runs batted in. As a pinch hitter, he is 12 for 51 with eight runs batted in. Catcher Ken Rudolph went out for a word with Bob Locker. Locker is pitcher of record on the long side of a 1-0 score. Matt Locker, of course, is pitcher of record on the short side. Boswell moves up to the plate now as the Mets are down to their last out of the ballgame. The tying run is at second base. The Cubs are leading 1-0. In Pittsburgh, the Pirates are batting in the bottom of the third. Montreal nothing, Pittsburgh nothing. Phillies are at St. Louis. Lonborg against Foster. Boswell digs in a little bit there at the plate. Locker bends forward to take his time. Now Boswell is in and waiting. John Miller has taken his lead at second base. Locker steps off. Steps up again on the rubber, bends forward to take his time. He has it. He sets up, checks the runner. Here's the pitch. Inside for a ball. Locker is a side armor who gives you a lot of elbows and fingernails in the delivery. 
One and oh, the count to Ken Boswell. Jerry Kruzman goes for the Mets in the second game of the doubleheader against Ferguson Jenkins. Here's a pitch. Low for a ball. Bud Harrelson is out there on deck. Harrelson is on deck. Two men out, runner at second. Cubs got their run in the bottom of the eighth inning. Now again, Locker with a 2 nothing pitch, and it's inside, low, 3-0 to Boswell. Cranepool in the dugout is looking for a bat. Ed Cranepool is looking for a bat in the mid-dugout. So apparently he would be sent up here to bat for Harrelson if Boswell can keep this game alive. Cranepool's loosening up now, has a hard hat on, and he's... Going through a few calisthenics in the dugout area. 3 0 to count to Boswell. Milner takes his lead at second base, and here's the pitch. Inside low, walked him. So the Mets have runners first and second. Harrelson goes back to the dugout, and here comes Cranepool. Cranepool, left hand batter, hitting 240 for the year, one homer and 35 runs batted in. Ken Rudolph, the Cub catcher, is out to talk to Bob Locker, the pitcher, again. Yogi Berra going to his bench here to try to keep the Mets in this ballgame. The Cubs are leading it by a score of one to nothing. Doug McGraw is up and throwing in the bullpen again as Matlack moves out on deck. Graham Poole swinging the bat loosely a time or two. Rudolph has come back behind the plate. because uh, the sun is making a valiant attempt to break through the cloud cover and Billy Williams in left wants some sunglasses and so does Rick Mundy in center. It's the rarest thing we've seen in Chicago this week, sunshine. Williams and Mundy get their glasses, return to their positions in left and center. John Milner is the Met runner at second base. Ken Boswell is the runner at first base. Two men out, and Cranville steps into the batter's box. Locker bent forward to get his sign. He has it. He sets up. Here's the pitch. It's in there for a call strike to hit Cranville. 0 and 1 to count. Two men on, two men out. Again, Locker has the sign. Here's the pitch. Swung it on the ground to first. Second by Fanzone. The underhand to Locker covering and the ball game is over. The ball game is over. The Chicago Cubs have won it. As Cranville grounded out. First base to the pitcher covering. So the Chicago Cubs keep themselves alive in the pennant race. And it's a jubilant crowd here at Wrigley Field in Chicago. Because they knew that their Cubbies their backs to the wall. A Met victory, of course, would have eliminated the Chicago Cubs, but they're still alive. As in the ninth inning, it was all right to hit a walk in the rivers and two men left. We'll be back in a moment with the final summary and totals. Right now, the final score of the Here's game is... great news from the friendly people at Protective Loan Corporation. Protective can now lend you up to $2,500 for any good reason, whether it be a summer vacation, home improvement, or bill consolidation. 
Let Protective Loan help make financial problems disappear. Up to $2,500 can be yours now from Protective Loan. Protective gives one-day service, and there's always an office nearby. In North Troy at 603 2nd Avenue, 620 Columbia Turnpike, East Greenbush, and in Manans at 291 Broadway. Attention skiers, how would you like to buy $215 skis for $49.88? Well, you can at the Ski Market's second annual Million Dollar Ski Sale. $160 1974 Nortalia Pro Boots, only $88.88. $60 Goose Down Parkers, priced to sell at $34.88. $50 Marker Bondings, priced the Ski Market way at $26.88. Too many bargains to mention. Shot the Ski Market during the Million Dollar Sale. Located in Latham, where Group 7 crosses the Northway. Shot Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., Saturday till 6 p.m. Use your Bank America card or Master Charge. The penetration of the East Division of the National League, the New York Mets, of course, simply drop a half game to the clubs behind them, and the magic number is still two. Any combination of Mets victories and or losses by the Cardinals and Pirates would eliminate them and give the pennant to the New York Mets. So we'll have the second game of the doubleheader coming along shortly as the New York Mets try to get out with a split for the day. If the Mets should get out with a split for the day, and if the Cardinals should lose, and if the Pirates should lose, the Mets would still win the pennant today. Of course, there is a doubleheader scheduled here tomorrow if it is needed to settle the winner in the Eastern Division of the National League. This one, of course, a pitcher's battle, an old-timers pitcher's battle. Rick Rushell started on the mound for the Chicago Cubs, and uh, with the first seven innings rubbed up a blister, Bob Locker came on, finished and got the win. John Matlack went all the way for the New York Mets. Matlack was entirely effective. He gave up only five hits, and he struck out nine and walked two, but he was the loser. So the Cubs win it by a score of one to nothing. We'll be back with more in a moment. Right now, a message from eight. Ted Pepper has the best new car deal around. Ted Pepper Chrysler Plymouth has Pepperality. And Pepperality is for everyone. Come up to Ted Pepper's showroom and see his Pepperality lineup of new Plymouths and Chryslers. From economy cars to the ultimate in luxury, Ted Pepper has them all. Pepperality means there is a car for you. Priced for your budget, with your kind of style. And for the best deal around on all year-end clearance prices, come up to Ted Pepper Chrysler Plymouth, Route 9 in Latham. Remember, Pepperality means the best new car deal around. Mets had scoring opportunities in this ball game, but three Cub double plays helped to rescue Rick Rushell as the New York Mets had a total of eight hits in the ball game. Now, in the second game of the doubleheader today, it's going to be Jerry Kuzman going for the New York Mets and Ferguson Jenkins for the Chicago Cubs. Meanwhile, in Pittsburgh, at the end of three full innings, it's Montreal nothing and the Pittsburgh Pirates nothing. Cubs got their run here in the bottom of the eighth inning of John Matlock. They got it when Dave Rossello let off with the base hit. Got it on a 3-2 pitch. Then Don Chessinger bunted the ball out in front of the plate. Matlack thought he had a good shot at a force at second, and he did, but the throw was low. And so Rosella was safe, and they had runners at first and second. Then Monday, bunted a third strike foul, was a strikeout victim, and Billy Williams slide to left. 
So there were two men on with two men out. And then Ron Santo delivered the gamer, the game-winning run batted in with a single to left field. The Chicago Cubs had a run. As it turned out, that's all they needed for a victory by a score of one to nothing. We'll be back with more in just one minute. Hold your hats, folks. Hang on to your seats and listen to this unbelievable offer on double-belted Firestone tires from Firestone. 188 Central Avenue, Albany, 669 New Loudon Road, Latham, at Frank Iyer Tire and Battery, 232 North Island Street, Albany. Right now, you can get a full set of four Firestone original equipment white walls for just $100. That's why just $100 to set for the small sizes and only $130 for even the largest sizes. That's plus $181 to $331 per tire, federal excise tax, and your old tires. So don't miss out. Get a set of these double-belted Firestone white walls for your car now. Built with strong polyester body plies plus two fiberglass belts, these are the same tires that come on the new 74 cars. Now priced as low as four for $100. That's right, just $100 for four double-belted original equipment white walls. So buy your Firestone Deluxe Champions now on convenient terms at Firestone, 188 Central Avenue, Albany, and 669 New Loudon Road, Latham, at Frank Geyer Tire and Battery, 232 North Island Street, Albany, your local Firestone People Tire Headquarters. All tires mounted free. 14 W-A-B-Y. Six. The losing pitcher, John Maldonado, he's won 14, lost 16. Here are the final totals. For the Cubs, one run, five hits, and one error for the Mets. No runs, eight hits, and no errors. Be with us in about 15 minutes, possibly a little less than that, when the Mets meet the Chicago Cubs in the second game 